And honestly, I just wanted to talk about it. Okay, you know what I don't understand? You know when you look at like paper towels or like toilet paper or lint rollers, anything with paper really, and it's like 100 sheets plus 10 for free. What's the point of that? Why is that the selling point of the product? Why are you telling me that there's 10 extra sheets of toilet paper in this roll? You could not tell me and I wouldn't know. It's not like I'm sitting there pooping and looking at how many squares it takes to wipe. I don't understand why so many companies need to tell me how many sheets it takes to wipe my sheets. You know, upon further inspection, I do have pretty good eyebrows. Wasabi. What is going on, everybody? It's been a while. Kind of just jumped right in there without saying anything, but you know, that's my podcast. Um, Halloween just passed, if any of you are paying attention at all to anything that's going on ever. Um, so Halloween this year was kind of fun. Uh, I did an escape room, kind of in the spirit of Halloween. We were going to do a haunted house. That didn't really work out, so we did an escape room instead. It was my first one. Uh, it was pretty fun. I kind of felt bad because it was a big group, and then halfway through, Seth and I kind of took over. It was just kind of like he and I were solving the things, and the rest of the group were watching us. We won, though. Like, we beat it. It's fine, but I don't know. I feel like I should have, you know, invited everyone else to play. So usually at my house on Halloween, my parents are the ones, you know, give out the candy to all the kids and stuff like that. This year they weren't home, so me, my girlfriend, some friends handed out candy, which was okay. I, it was okay. I felt kind of weird because it was like a whole bunch of like older teenagers that were coming up and getting candy. Like they had mustaches and stuff. What are you doing dressing up? Why, why are you come to take my candy? I don't, I don't understand. I was never really big into Halloween. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, my parents, you know, never let me celebrate Halloween. It's just I never liked dressing up and doing that. Even when I was a kid, it was just kind of like, this is a little kiddish. But, you know, that's just me. It was really funny. Um, on Halloween, one of the kids' costumes was Kim Possible. That's right. It's 2019. A kid was wearing a Kim Possible Halloween costume. Lizzie McGuire is coming back. What year is it really? I was reminded this year about a Halloween party that I went to a few years back where we had a dress up. I dressed up as Tom Cruise in Risky Business. You know, the t-shirt, no pants whole thing. That's right, my mother let me go to a party with no pants on. It was it was really exhilarating, actually. It was funny because we would like play outside and stuff like that, and then cars would drive by, and they would like just like slow down and stare at me. It was a little uncomfortable, but a great icebreaker at the party. Speaking of parties, okay, a few weeks back, Trevor had a birthday party. It was a surprise birthday party. It was a great time. Fun party. All the family was there, friends, everything. It was great. The only issue is, if you have listened to my podcast at all, you know I don't like drinking after people or strangers or anything. I, I just got have a thing. I don't. I'm germ cautious. You know the drill. So at one point during the party, Trevor took my bottle of sweet tea, pretended it was a microphone, and thanked everyone for coming to the party. After his speech, he handed the bottle to this random girl that was there. It wasn't random. He knew her, but random to me. 
The girl proceeded to take off the cap and drink out of the bottle. And there was only one person there, Jeremy, that I looked at, and he knew exactly what was going through my mind. Just the anger and frustration of this random girl drinking out of my sweet tea. I was, like, so mad. And then she just kept drinking out of it. She didn't know whose it was. She was just handed a bottle and started drinking out of it. And with every single sip, I was getting more and more frustrated. And Jeremy was laughing because he could see just how frustrated I was. Because I, I wanted to drink my drink, obviously. So then halfway through her bottle that she's drunk, which, you know, was mine. I said drunk. Drank. <laughs> um, she goes, whose is this, actually? I don't even think this is mine. And... <laughs> Jeremy just looks at me and I was like, mm-hmm. And then again, Jeremy started laughing. He was like, oh my gosh, this is the podcast. I'm living out a story. So here you are, Jeremy. You're in the podcast. You're welcome. Okay, I need everyone to listen to me right now and remember it, okay? So I know this means nothing to you. Let me explain the story. Uh, you all remember Eric, you know, from the the Chinese store. Eric's birthday has been this mystery to everyone forever. Um, so if you ask Eric how old he is or what his birthday is, he will tell you, he won't tell you. He just won't tell you. It's this big mystery. So one morning I was like, I'm going to find out. So I went through like all these files and try to find his birthday. I finally found what we thought was his birthday. And I was so happy because we figured out his birthday because it's just been this huge mystery forever. So the other morning I was like, yep, see your birthday, 1987. He was like, nah, 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 that's not my actual birthday, because Eric was born in Germany, so that birthday, quote-unquote, was whenever he came to America. So we still don't know what Eric's birthday is, and he won't tell me. He said he'll tell me one day whenever he leaves the job forever, but until then, his birthday is still a mystery, and he's kind of like Doc Brown from Back to the Future, you can't really tell if he's like 20 or like 80. You can't, you just, you can't tell. So stay tuned how old Eric really is. So while we're on the subject of Eric, we also have to talk about Kendall. I need to talk about this thing that I do with Kendall that she hates so much. So anytime Kendall ever tries to talk to me, you know, uh, you remember Kendall. Kendall was also on the Chinese store episode. She just kind of giggled in the back, didn't really do anything. You know, Kendall. Um... So, every single time Kendall texts me or reaches out to me any time when she's away at college, I make it seem like she's trying to come on to me, and she thinks it's so terrible. I think it's hilarious. So, like, just yesterday, she texted me, and she was like, hey, friend. I was like, Kendall, we can't keep doing this. I have a girlfriend now. You have to back off. So, you know, it's a fun game I like to play with her. So, another fun game I like to play with one of my friends is Nick. With Nick, Cam and I play this game where if Nick lays his wallet anywhere, we take his debit card out and put it in some random location in the same area, and then Nick looks, sees his debit card, and is like, what? Because he doesn't realize we take it out of his wallet. It's stupid, but it's a game we play. So I lost my debit card not too long ago. I paid for uh, a meal at Sonic, and then I accidentally left it on the table, and I lost it. So I had to re reset all of my, you know, everything, my insurance, my Amazon, everything. I just got a card recently, so then just this past week, I went to pull my card out at Walmart, I went to buy something, and I didn't have my card, and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I lost it again. I was looking everywhere, couldn't find the card. 
So then I'm out with Faith the other night, and Nick calls me. He was like, dude, I am so sorry. He goes, I did something really bad, and I forgot I did it. And I was like, oh, my God, what did he do? He goes, when I was at your house the other night, I took your card out of your wallet to play the trick on you and forgot to put it back in your wallet after I was going to play the trick on you. So he had my debit card for like a week and I was, I wasn't even mad. I was just relieved because I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I lost another debit card. (laughs) So sometimes guys, jokes just go too far, but I'll probably take his debit card again at some point, you know? So the other day at work, um, I had a, a meeting to be out before that where I wore a, a jacket, a black, you know, sports coat. Well, then I had to be called into work like immediately after. So I just ran home, threw on a button up, put the jacket back on, and obviously put on a bow tie because it's me. I had the greatest reception from like every single guest that came through. Every single person was just like, oh my gosh, what's the suit for? And I changed the answer every single time. I think one, I said I just come from a funeral. One, I said um, I just had a bar mitzvah. It was my cousin's bar mitzvah. Uh, one, I said I was I just came from my homecoming. Just everything you can imagine, I kept changing it. My favorite one that I did, because it went for a really long time. So this one guest came through, and she was like, what's this suit for? And we were waiting on our food, but I didn't think it was going to take this long. She was at the window for like five minutes. So she said, what's this suit for? And I said, well, I just auditioned for the orchestra that's in town. I play the piccolo. And she was like, oh my goodness, you play the piccolo. She was like, well, I played and gave me some type of flute. I don't remember. And it, the conversation went on for a while. She was like, well, I did this. What do you do? And I just lied my way through the conversation because I had committed at that point And she was really invested in me. And at the end, she was like, now what orchestra did you say you auditioned for? And I was like, oh, you know, the one in town. And she, she bought that. I don't know how (laughs) so yeah i auditioned for the pensacola orchestra whatever the crap that is and uh i play the piccolo first chair for the past like few weeks in the morning time we'll have the drive-thru window open and a giant moth will fly into the building like this happens like all the time now and it's just one it's just one giant moth it's a different moth it's not like the same moth because you know they don't live that long but just these giant moths keep flying in the drive-thru. Well, the other morning, one flew in, and somebody in the back was like, oh my god, what was that? And I said, it's a bat! And he was like, what? I said, yeah, it's Florida. It happens all the time, because they just moved here. And I was like, yeah, there's a bat in the drive-thru. It's a baby bat. So he came running up, like, so excited to see this baby bat, and then he was like, where's the bat? Where's the bat? Where's the bat? And then, of course, somebody was like, that's not a bat. And that's the end of the story. I'm just saying, I don't get why I do that to people. I just find so much pleasure in giving them joy, right? For that brief moment, he was really happy. And if you can give anyone a brief sort of happiness in every day, whether it's a lie or not, why wouldn't you? That's the way lollipops work. Why can't I be like a lollipop? They're lying to you. They're not really food, but it gives you just a little bit of happiness. And that's what it's all about. I often think back to some past employees that we've had at my job. One of my favorite is this guy that used to work in the back, 
and he had little traits, little things that he would do. Like, for instance, he was really big into LeBron James, and at any point, whatever he was doing, he would say, Bron, 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 and he would switch from one hand to the other. He'd switch from his right hand to his left hand, like if he was like holding something, and say, Bron, 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 because apparently LeBron James is left-handed, so just anything that he would do, he would say, Bron, 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 and switch to the left hand. It was super weird, super entertaining. <laughs> and he would always be like, what to do? And then you like say something back, like just nonsense. He'd be like, oh, you know, just some pedal paddle. And he'd be like, uh huh, yeah. And that was the whole conversation. And both of you left totally like perfect with it. I wish every conversation was like that. Well, guys, after everyone's reviews, after everyone's input, after everyone's put downs, I finally decided I had to shave the mustache. That's right, I had a mustache for like two weeks. People did not like it, so I had to get rid of it. But hey, that's okay folks, we still have the girlfriend, everything's still going great. We'll be right back, I'll be on the Showcase Showdown right after this. Heather, and I'm the host of That Ridiculous Redhead Podcast. Tune in to hear me talk about trending news stories, ridiculous stories, funny things that happened to me, funny things that I've seen happen to other people. Listen to me rant about the unpopular opinion about how cheese should not be allowed on salads and how milkshakes are just ice cream for lazy people. You can find me on my podcast at That Ridiculous Redhead, on Instagram, That Ridiculous Redhead, on Twitter, at That Ridic Red, because someone already stole That Ridiculous Redhead. Thanks so much! Welcome back, guys. That was a word from our sponsor over the Ridiculous Redhead. That's a podcast with my sister from another mister, Heather Kane. I recommend you go listen to it because she also talks about things. So if you can't get enough of people talking about things that you don't care about but you kind of do care about, go over there. She'll tell you all the things. But yes, you heard that correctly. I am finally off the market. Aaron Brown is in a relationship. I have a girlfriend. Please apologize to your sister, aunts, and mothers. No, but really, I love having a girlfriend. It's going really wonderfully. It's, if I can explain it to anybody that's not in a relationship, it's kind of like having a driving instructor with you at all times. She just kind of, you know, telling me the rules of the road every five minutes. It's every person's dream. It's like kind of like you go to take your driver's ed test and then the person just never leaves the car. It's really great, though. I'm, I'm kidding, of course. You know, not many couples get to see each other that much. So it's a real blessing that we get to, you know, work together every day. One story from when I was, like, trying to date Faith a few months ago. So one day I was out there training somebody on our new system that we just implemented on the drive-thru. I was on the cash cart. Faith was taking orders in the same lane. And this group of militaries had just left her. And they drove up. And they're like, hey, weird question. But how old's that girl back there? And I just 
dead face looked at them and said, she's 12, have a nice day. (laughs) And they left. And the guy I was with was like, oh my gosh, but, you know, just, you know. Yeah, but it's going great, though. It's kind of nice knowing that there's somebody out there that's just as weird as you. It's kind of comforting. It uh, makes you sleep better at night. And it's really great. Like, she loves, like, all my weird things that I do, you know, like the book and, like, the podcast and stuff. She listens to the podcast, you know, like, right as they come out. This podcast has kind of become a double-edged sword for me, though. I've talked about how it's kind of terrible because I can't really tell stories now because everyone's like, oh, yeah, I heard that on the podcast. It's kind of gone a step further, though. Like, people, like... Instead of, like, talking to me or hanging out with me, they're like, oh, I'll just listen to this podcast instead. Yeah, that's a true thing that's happened. I'm jealous of a robot fake Aaron. There can only be one. There can only be one. I'm kind of glad that I'm in a relationship now. Kind of saves the pity that everyone has given me for the past, you know, however many years of being single. Um, For instance... At my cousin Joel's graduation, there was this girl there I knew. She had brought a friend, and her, I don't know if she was trying to, like, get us to match up or whatever, but her big sell was, like, she looked at the girl and was like, hey, you make stickers. Aaron's got his face on stickers. That's something. (laughs) It was a real awkward encounter. I'm just glad we can save all that now. I'm not just a charity case anymore. For the first 12 years of my life, I always said I didn't like tacos. But that was just because I was embarrassed because I didn't know how to make a taco. I'm Aaron Brown. This is my story. I kind of tend to get mad at myself when I tell stories on the podcast because I don't normally talk like this in real life, but I have a lot of like ums and ahs in there. I'm kind of like Jeff Goldblum, but uh, less charming. So my brother just moved uh, about a month back, and while he was, you know, we're getting the house ready for him to move and everything like that, we were kind of like looking back and reminiscing at old stories. One story was Zach had this electric red scooter. It was kind of like a moped type deal Um, when we were kids, and I always wanted to ride it, but instead of just asking if he could teach me how to ride it or something, one day I took it out and rode it without him. Well, tried to ride it. Uh, there's a dead end sign about pff, a few yards from our house. Like you throw a rock, you can hit it. I was riding it down the sidewalk, and I guess I just turned too suddenly, and I ran that scooter right into the pole, like right into the pole. Of that sign, I just, like, just hit my face in that pole, and I screwed up the front of the the scooter. And then my neighbor came and helped me, and then he kept, like, he was like, get up, ride the scooter. But it was broken, and I couldn't ride the scooter. He was like, just just get on it, ride it. I was like, but I didn't want to say I broke it. Oh, it was, it was such an embarrassing experience for me. Oh, boy. Another story my mom loves to tell is when I was little, I saw my cats, and I was like, well, they need haircuts. So I got both my cats together, got some scissors, and gave them haircuts. But I I obviously didn't know how that worked, so I was, like, trimming up their, like, whiskers and everything like that. My mom found me when I got, like, halfway done with one of them. So it's a good thing she found me, or else, like, I would have had hairless cats for about a week. Or however long it takes for cats to grow hair. I don't really know. One time I went to this conference... And there was this booth for a college. 
and if you signed a college application that day, you could get a pair of sunglasses for free. And if you know me with sunglasses, I applied for the college. Let me rephrase that. I falsified a college application to this college to get a pair of free sunglasses, which I still have. You know what I never understood is why they call it panhandling. There's no handle, so then it's just a pot. But if it's just pot, then it would just be called dealing. And then you'd be shuffling. But then if you're shuffling, you'd be dancing. And if there's dancing, you're just going to make everyone uncomfortable. And that's not the way you're going to make money on the side of the road. Okay? I'm just saying. I'm just saying what everyone else is thinking. Get a better name. Just be a beggar. You're begging for money. The end. So the other day, I got a wrong number text, and if you know me at all, I love wrong number texts. I, I think they're so funny. I love messing with people. So the other day, someone texted me. He said, hi, William. My name is Kevin. I would like to speak to you about purchasing, and he gave the location name. I'm a local real estate investor and looking to purchase in your neighborhood. Do, you have the, do I have the right person? I said, hello, Kevin. Never once saying I was William. I just said hello. He said, hi, Will. Are you interested in selling this property? I said, depends. What sort of currency are you using? He said, US dollar. I said, hmm, I was worried you were going to say that. Recently, I only do trade deals, wax figures, gold coins, boy George memorabilia, that sort of thing. Is there anything of value that you're willing to trade? He didn't respond. So the Pensacola Fair was in town recently, and I've been going to the fair since I can remember, and they always have helicopter rides. So for the first time this year, me and my brother-in-law went on a helicopter ride around the fair. It cost $20 to do the helicopter ride a person. It was a really cool experience. Like, I've never been in a helicopter before. It was a really smooth ride and stuff. So before you get in the helicopter, they take your picture outside of the helicopter. They take a picture of you inside of the helicopter. So after the, you know, five-minute ride, we come back down. We go by the booth, and they hand us this, like, book that has, like, his, his nice picture outside of the helicopter inside. And it was like, oh, my goodness, this is so cool. And the guy is explained to me that it's $25 for one of these booklets um, that I already have in my hand, an additional one for this price. I wasn't really listening. I was just looking at the picture. I was like, oh, cool. Well, I start to walk away, and my brother-in-law was like, no, no, Aaron, that's theirs. You have to pay for that. And I got really confused because I thought they were saying it was $25 for the additional one and that that one was free. Like, why is the picture of us in the helicopter more expensive than the actual helicopter ride. And why am, why am I paying for something you've already given me? I'm, it's in my hand. You've printed it out. I don't know. It just kind of seems like a bad business tool that you've printed out something that probably cost... It was like high-quality photo paper. It's probably costing more to, you know, spend all this money on the pictures instead of charging people $25 for the pictures. I just wanted to talk about it, honestly. All right, guys, that's all for this week. Thank you for tuning in to I Just Wanted to Talk About It with me, Aaron Brown. We can talk about it next time. See you guys later.